Welcome to the podcast that no one asked for. The one where your favorite characters from your favorite fandoms get wet, wild, and weird. Where erotic fan fiction helps pop culture pop a boner, and we all get to laugh about it. I'm Allie Lefevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And And this is Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. Tonight's the perfect eve, a hot date in Hogsmeade. Now you know what I need, a makeout sesh in the East Wing. Your work is such a tease and I'll do all that you please. I've got a job for you, and it's It's you on your knees. So if you stay here, we'll make it. You've got an offer. Don't take it. And if you gasm, don't fake it. Please make my wet dreams come true. Your body in my wizard hands. Please play with my with my prostate gland. There's so much more that we have planned. Your body in my wizard hands. Wow. wow. Sorry, John. <laughs> Somebody's bone into that song. You're welcome, John. For sure. For sure. Danny also. We were supposed to sing this, so if you stay here, we'll make it. You <laughs> yeah. sang with us and then did your own. Sang with us and did your own. I know. <laughs> well, I have all of the voice that needs to be shared on all of the lyrics. You really did. You set the melody for this, so we had to use you to, to stay on track. <laughs> so oh. I was too deep, and then I couldn't stop. <laughs> well, that's what he said. <laughs> hey. Welcome back, guys. This is season 13, episode Seven. You can't spell penis without penultimate. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know what they, they say. say. Penultimate. <laughs> oh. Wow. We are. Can you spell anal with penultimate? There's only one L. Well, you can't spell it without it. Yeah. You need that L and that N. Yeah, but you can't make an it out of just those letters. Nope. Nope. You mean one A? Oh, yeah. There's an A in there. Yeah. You oh, could totally spell anal A-N-A-L. with penultimate. Yeah. Why did I think anal had two L's? <laughs> I was thinking, like, I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, we can. We put the anal in penultimate, but I don't know that we're going to. But there's only one A in penultimate. Okay, so we can't do it. Yeah. Great. Cool talk. We put the land in penultimate. Great. And <laughs> um, we're so excited to be here. I know. It's very early in the morning. Yes. We're recording this at, well, we got, we got here an hour and a half And it oh took us an hour goodness. and a half to write that song. We got here an hour and 15 minutes ago. Basically. Wow. Ouch. So uh, if you if you think that we haphazardly put these songs out there, no, we, we do not. not. Although it seems that, that was way. four and a half human hours. To land on your body in my wizard hand. Which is the first joking line we said. And we thought, you know what? That actually has <sighs> got legs. It's a clincher. So yeah, we're really excited to find out what's happening in this story. We only have two chapters left. But before we get into it, we have some hot topics with the Golden Three Tom. <laughs> hot topics. Oh. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> hot pockets, right? Oh. Oh, wait. I was doing hot pockets. And I was going, na na na, down on the farm. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> and I was going, something no one's heard of. 
That's a Detroit thing. <laughs> that's a Detroit no, show. That's, that's a commercial. Uh, down on the farm. Um, this weekend, <laughs> down on the Bob farm. Bob Evans. That's what it is. Do they oh, go, Bob, Bob Evans, Evans, down, down on, on the, the farm. farm. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Well, oh, well not that one. Relatable. Relatable. And I Hashtag relatable. <laughs> if anybody had Danny and Lindsay make the same joke, <laughs> or actually Lindsay make the joke, Danny understands it, and Ellie doesn't. <laughs> On your and Wingo card. And Allie takes it into an entirely different That direction. should be, everyone should have that on their Wingo. <laughs> the Allie makes a very Detroit-specific joke that pivots us away from where we were going. This is a hot topic that we want to tell you about, Danny, that is just dumb. Allie, tell him your idea for Friendsgiving. Oh, so <laughs> I wanted to do a Friendsgiving, and I wanted it to be themed. So instead of Thanksgiving, it's Hanksgiving, and it's entirely Tab Hanks-themed. <laughs> For no reason. So Lindsay and I spent the other night texting back and forth really bad puns of all Tom Hanks's movies. And? Like Carving Uh, Mr. Banks. uh, Let's see. What else did we have? Bridge of Spice. The the Gravy Code. (laughs) Catch Me If You Cranberry or Catch Me If You Yam. Rolls to Perdition. Oh, The Green Bean Mile. A a Leg of Their Own. You've Got Maze. Forest Pumpkin Pie. Oh. Anyway, and it'll be Turkey Tom stuffing in Seattle. We've got so many. Are you guys expecting this to obedient? Yeah, probably. (laughs) Are you billing that to (laughs) a project code? Absolutely. I was also thinking, you know, the movie Big where he's in that? I feel like you should set up something big themed by on your piano because, you know, he like plays the piano and he has shorts. What if you got like a roasted pork and just said pig? (laughs) (laughs) Danny, it's a potluck, so you can bring that. I'll bring the pork (laughs) and just pig and put it on the piano. So much explaining. You know, like big, oh, it's like pig. Pig, but pork. It's actually pork, but we call it pig, so we can make a big joke. Yeah. Uh, I love it. But anyway, that's a ridiculous. And that's hot been- topic. Hot <laughs> on the farm. Hot topic on our own pod. <laughs> See, it's catchy. That's all that's happening in my world. Thanksgiving. Wait, Lindsay, we didn't talk about the best one. Is on the list. What? Turner and who is gonna do the dishes? <laughs> Who's going to clean up this mess? I used, you guys, Turner and Hooch was such a sad movie. Do you remember it's that? It's so no. sad. I've watched it multiple times. Uh, yeah, we grew up on it. I think Danny might be a little too young for it. Yeah, they burned all the copies before I was born. <laughs> <laughs> so I missed my chance. I was looking at pictures that Allie and I have in our text message because she was asking me to dig up some. I'm like your historian. I know. You're like, it, can you find, because you lost our text there, but of yeah. pictures of her with her spiky hair, you know, in high school. Oh, uh-huh. And I came across the birthday video we made for you, and I was just laughing that we made it all about us, thinking about how much older we were than you. <laughs> yeah. It was my favorite 45-minute video. <laughs> it was. We're like, we're doing a whole song. It was you guys and then, like, just, like, a blip of my family. <laughs> As it should be. It was, like, all of them at once because they ran out of... <laughs> The file's getting too large. I oh, my it. gosh. Okay, so I think silly. the only other thing before the blowdown is that we have two songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the boards. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, now we've covered all the really critical <laughs> things. It's like, you know, like there's like pop culture, sports, weather. Like we're covering yeah, all of them. Yeah. yeah, we have two songs. The first one, it's by Jean. And she did a rendition of Seasons of Love, and it is reflecting Ugh. back on all of Paterotica slash Fangasm, and it's adorable. It's so great. How do you so guys cute. measure a fic? I do it in one With cum shots and, <laughs> <laughs> and vag squirts and... But if you're Jean, it's in ones. I yeah, me- yeah. measure in lust. Oh. I thought I was going to say love, and then I did it. <laughs> I tricked ya. Woo! Liking my <laughs> Down on penis. the farm. 
<laughs> Let's leave the songwriting to the professionals, you guys. Us. Them. Yeah, they're much better. So that's our first song. The second is from Sarah in Nebraska. And we're not going to tell you what season it's about, but it does involve... Well, it's a cover of Black Velvet, yes. so you can guess what season, what season we're referencing. From. It's great. You guys are so... Wonderful. I feel like we like get choked up, even though there's like, you know, just a couple seconds of you saying hi and like why you wrote the song. We love it so much. So stay tuned to listen to those at the end. Now for the blowdown. Blowdown, blowdown, blowdown. Blow, 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 blow. Out on the farm. (laughs) Is it out on the farm? Down on the farm. Down on the farm. Basically, Hermione tells Draco that she's not going to take the job. They don't have sex. They're back at his place, the library Mm -hmm. in the East Wing. Yeah. And the only like flash forward is that like, they didn't let Hermione leave the party. Yeah. And so now they're all just still there, right? No one went in a closet. Basically, it's Hermione's Draco's turn. Saying, yeah, and he's saying, what are the oh. odds of us landing on each other again and getting to go in the closet? Yes. Which means they probably will. Yep. So that's it, right? Yeah. So I think what I still want to know is what happened that they left on such different terms or different understandings of why they're both mad at each other. Because that was the last day so good right that now. he saw her. So she left the next morning, and he never saw her again. The next morning after this night? Uh-huh. Yeah. But she just said she'd stay. Yeah, we don't know. I think there's something that we're missing. Okay. Also, Danny got Wango. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's big news. Thank you. And Allie and I are each one square away. Yeah. What we need. Equal nipple play. Or anal. That equal nipple play is teasing us more than it's teasing them. Yeah, I could use equal nipple play, a sex spell. I need Susan Cut that, but like now it's too in my brain. I can't like get it to myself. I mean, we've said it. I think we might have one in the last episode. I don't think so. We didn't have like a, an ironic one, which I think is what we That's meant. That's like the goal. All right. Allie's reading. Yep. Let's do it. Draco's decision was set. Pansy, you've already had a romp in the closet. Let someone else have a bloody turn. Here, here. Theo shouted before taking a swig of his newly claimed bottle of dragon barrel brandy. Listen to the man, Pans. You're a guest in his home. His parent home. She <laughs> shot back, but crossed her arms and huffed. Fine, I suppose it's Granger's turn then. Nine pairs of eyes found their way to the frizzy-haired brunette, who looked more like a frightened pygmy puff and less like the hmm. brightest witch of her generation. Did anybody have pygmy puff on their window? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Polygamy puff? <laughs> I don't mind skipping my turn, honestly. Her eyes connected with Draco's momentarily before darting elsewhere. Rules are rules, Granger, Blaze said, enjoying his position as ringleader amongst this group of misfits. Spin the bottle. (laughs) Blaze is, who's the character in Breakfast Club? Yep. Who's like the ringleader? He's like, we're getting out of here. What's that character? The criminal? Yeah. Yeah. Emilio Estevez, right? (laughs) No, no. It's 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 another guy. Judd. That's who I was trying to think of. Not Judd Apatow. Yeah. Obviously. (laughs) I think it's something Judd. Ashley Judd? It's Ashley Judd. Ashley Judd. We just did a breakfast. Judd Nelson. We did a breakfast club party. Mark was a group of friends that do like theme nights. Yeah. And so we did a breakfast (laughs) club party and I I got to be the criminal. Oh, that's fantastic. I'll post pictures. (laughs) Wait, recently you did it? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, thanks for the invite. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Judd Nelson. You guys weren't invited. (laughs) Guys, I don't remember what he looked. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, in the trench coat. You were thinking of the I was thinking he was. No, I was not. I know what you were thinking. You're thinking he's three dogs in a trench coat? Yeah. <laughs> you were thinking that? Yeah, I just think he sort of looks like Emilio Estevez. They look similar. Okay, sorry. Keep going. <laughs> she rolled her eyes, leaned forward, and spun the bottle fiercely. Round and round it went as everyone watched on except for Theo, who scrunched his face up and sneezed. 
Achoo! <laughs> Draco thought he could literally see the bits of magic scatter from his fingertips as he swiped at his nose. Bloody hell. Should have never run around Starkers. I've probably caught a cold. <laughs> did he hex it? I bet he did. <gasps> Just drink some chicken soup, Nat, offered Hermione. Just drink some chicken soup, Nat. <laughs> <laughs> How often do you think he gets that joke with his friend? I have it all the time. <laughs> Constantly. That is such a great <laughs> 90s joke. If anyone has 90s joke <laughs> on their wango. <laughs> Offered Hermione absentmindedly as the bottle continued to spin, though it began to slow down. Draco watched in horror as it began its deceleration to a crawl. It landed. Spout pointed directly at Draco. What were the bloody odds? Seriously? Weasley gawked, slack-jawed between the two. Oh, come on. Draco stared down at the bottle, a mixture of elation and bewilderment pumping through his bloodstream. It landed on him. Again. What were the bloody odds? His eyes scanned around. One in eight. Twelve <laughs> percent. His eyes scanned around to his Slytherin chums, who all looked a bit too relaxed. No, they wouldn't. Would they? <laughs> well, go on, you two. Said Pansy, gesturing toward the closet. The sooner you two go in, the sooner we can all move on. They both got to their feet rather slowly and made their way to the closet. Draco reached the door first, turning the handle gracefully while finally meeting her gaze. He settled on a smirk, followed by, apparently, the universe sees fit to put us together again. She snorted indignantly and stepped inside, muttering, don't hold your breath. And just like that, the elation Draco felt dispersed. In its place, irritation, aggravation, loneliness, Merlin, she could be such a cold witch. With a heavy arm, he slammed the door shut as he stepped inside, knowing it would startle everyone and uncaring if it did. He lit up the tip of his wand with a lumos, cast a silencing spell on the closet, and glared at her. Oh, smart. Explain. What? Explain it to me. How you can just stand there and act like you never cared about us. Ha! That's rich coming from you. She poked him in the chest with her finger. You have some nerve, Draco Malfoy. I have some... It's... It's... I have some... I have some nerve... (laughs) I just... Three personalities happening. It's I... Oh, you... Hey! Oh, not me! I have some. It's, I have some nerve, is it? He took a step closer. Don't stand there and preach to me about the nerve of some people. I thought we had something. I did too. Silence filled the closet, suffocating them. Then why did you leave? Drago asked desperately. He reached for her hand, but she withdrew from him, once again smacking her back against the potion shelves. Don't ask idiotic questions. I'm pretty sure it's obvious why. Why? Not to me. He shook his head. I quite literally bared my soul to you that night. Was it too soon? Was that it? He watched her tear her eyes away from him, staring instead at a potions vial next to her head. If I scared you off, you could have told me. That wasn't it. All this time, Draco thought it was because he like Aww. was too vulnerable. What if he loved too feeling? much? <laughs> then what was it? Hopelessly, he boxed her in with an arm rested next to each of her shoulders. She tensed. He sighed. I grow tired of asking the same question over and over. Tell me. I know there was someone else. That floored him. What? What? Don't play the fool, Draco. It isn't becoming of you. Hermione, there wasn't anyone else. His heart stammered in his chest and his eyebrows drew together, concern. I wanted you. Just you. I thought I made that obvious. It was obvious to me that that was not the case when I overheard you and Zabini talking the next morning. Oh my gosh. Do you think Draco like tried to put on like a cool front or pretend that it was someone else? Beep, beep. Beep, beep. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Six months ago, Hermione Dra- 
Stranger. Hermione Granger awoke to the dim. Hermione Dangerfield. <laughs> hey, I get no respect. <laughs> Hermione Granger awoke to the dim faux starlight of a lavish four poster bed. Her head ached slightly as she wiped the side of her lip. She had begun to drool again. Mm-hmm. Glancing down, she still wore her dress from the night before, and her undergarments were still very much intact. She'd spent the night with Draco. He'd held her, comforted her, confessed to dreaming about her, practically could have taken advantage of her in her delicate situation. But he hadn't. He tucked her in his bed and let her drool on his arm. But where was he now? Hermione pulled herself out of bed when it dawned on her. She'd spent the night at the Malfoy Manor. This was where she'd been tortured during the war. Well, not this room per se, but inside these walls. And yet, as she padded her way to the bathroom to freshen up, she felt no nervous tension, only content. Content. After a trip to the loo and a spell to comb through her curls, she went in search of him. Opening the bedroom door, the thick aroma of something foul hit her nostrils. <laughs> Draco cut a fart in one of the rooms. <laughs> Draco had just spelled his Draco Noir. You know, Ooh. You know what it is. You Axe. had that fart. <laughs> what? I smelled your fart when I left for the room, and I couldn't imagine forever with it. You were cheating on me with that fart. <laughs> no! <laughs> Stinkers! Stinkers! Round two. I hate you guys. Uh, I wish I could hear a bit fart. Nothing gets me going like a fart joke. Uh, oh, man. Was there a fire? <laughs> Did someone light a match? <laughs> Was there a fire? She dashed down the staircase two steps at a time in search of the culprit. Heading toward the front of the manor, she was surprised when she heard and exclaimed, Shit! He shit himself! Guys! Okay, sorry. Shit! I rubbed from the kitchens. It was Draco. Definitely Draco. It was a, it was a dumpster fire. Oh. <laughs> All she had to do was follow her nose. <laughs> this too, is much. too much. This is too this much. Too much. Oh, the setup. Oh wow. Do you see enough. the word that's coming? This is gonna be. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, no. She followed her nose. Okay. Even I think that's funny. Uh, all she had to do was follow her nose to the archway of the kitchen, but a second voice caused her to pause just short of it and leaned up against the wall. It is me, Pippa Le Pew. <laughs> You want to tell her why you're not showing up? You tell her. Hermione had endured enough run-ins at the ministry to recognize the cool, aristocratic drawl of Blaise Zabini. You want to tell her why you're not showing up? You tell her. (laughs) You tell her. (laughs) So aristocratic. Mm. I'm busy. And that was the quippish charmer, Draco. You're burning eggs (laughs) out of your butthole. (laughs) Just hop through the flue and, I'm busy, Blaze. Or do you not see that? Oh, yeah, I see. You're whipped. Whipped? Hermione wondered what Zabini could possibly mean by that. I'm self-sufficient. I really should have done that earlier. Admit it, Draco. The only reason you're trying to cook like some muggle is because you're trying to impress Granger. Ah, uh, Draco was trying to cook eggs. That was incredibly oh, sweet. Oh, yeah, you went, aw, yawned. You made it bad. Aw, Draco's <sighs> trying to cook eggs. Ooh, and eggs. And she's like, aw. 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 Draco was trying to cook eggs. That was incredibly sweet. 
and a disaster. The smell had anything to do with it. Still, it was the thought. She's sleeping. All the more reason to escort Daphne out of our home. (gasps) Daphne? Who is Daphne? I'm not going to be in charge of the woman in your life. You don't want to see her today? Fine, but I won't do your dirty work, said Blaze. Hmm. Yeah, so that makes Hermione think there's someone else. Yeah. Hmm. You just don't want to piss her off so you can get under Astoria's skirt. Maybe, said Blaze. I'll sort out Daphne later. Sort out? What was there to sort out? Why was there a woman waiting for them back at his flat? Whoa. You want me to tell her why you're not coming? Only if you want your balls hexed off. Don't you dare breathe a word about this. The last thing I need is everyone having a good laugh at my expense, said Draco. A laugh? What was so funny about... He wasn't ashamed of her, was he? Ashamed of being associated with her? No, surely not. He cared about her, didn't he? But then why was this Daphne at their house right now waiting on Draco? Does no one remember they went to school with her? It's not a common There's name. There's 13 people in your graduating Ugh. class. Come on, we got to get back to the Scooby-Doo party I'm throwing at my house. <laughs> Daphne's waiting. <laughs> it's just Luna. <laughs> like a little short redhead. <laughs> Blaze, why did you make me dress up like this? <laughs> a little too late for that, don't you think? Said Blaze. Just tell the prissy swat I overslept. No need to go into details and run the risk of getting this out to anyone. A mixture of emotions stirred through Hermione's mind, but one image kept cropping up again and again. Ron, in his office with some secretary he hadn't even bothered to learn a name from. She remembered her sprawled across his lap in his comfy office chair and the feeling of betrayal Hermione felt that moment. Whomever this Daphne was, she deserved so much better than this, and so did Hermione. Damn it, she'd fallen for the biggest ploy— Draco wasn't after her heart. He was just another snake in the grass looking for his next oh. meal. And what was Daphne's name? Daphne <laughs> in a snake in the green grass. <laughs> I'll never know her name. I guess I'll never know. <laughs> guess we'll never know. Tears welled in Hermione's eyes Aww. as she stepped away from the kitchens and tiptoed to the edge of the staircase. Akio's shoes and bag. <laughs> any bag. <laughs> any bag. Akio's shoes and bag, she whispered. And when she retrieved her items, she found her way to the flue in the library. Stupid Hermione, she scolded herself, swiping at her tears with her knuckles. Why would you ever think he'd be any different? Picture her doing it like uh, Dobby. <gasps> Stupid Hermione! <laughs> Why would you think you would be any different? <laughs> Hermione doesn't know better! Final career, not hurt! <laughs> what did school tell you? Final career, not hurt. <laughs> oh, going forward. So, you thought I was seeing Daphne. Daphne Greengrass. The woman outside this very room, who I keep forgetting is here. <laughs> Draco couldn't help it. He burst out into laughter. You <laughs> you think I was sleeping with Daphne? Stop laughing, Hermione demanded at once, swatting him on the arm. It sobered him up immediately, his face somber. It isn't what I think, Draco Malfoy. I heard the whole thing. I know. No, he shook his head, smirking, relieved. Relieved that it had all been some cosmic misunderstanding. Aww. He tossed his glowing wand into the cabinet behind her head and seized her by the arms, pulling her flesh against him. She struggled to move, but he kept her there while maintaining that predatory smile. Eey. You yeah. really don't, Hermione. Let me go, she shouted. Stop touching me. You have no right, no right at all. Her fist came up and slammed against his chest, but Draco ignored it. He simply wrapped his arms around her and yanked her into a hug. Though it was a bit uncomfortable with her arms between them, Hermione, he demanded, startling her still with the power of his voice. Be quiet and listen. Why should I? She muttered against his shirt. Why should I? (laughs) (laughs) These are the kind of sound effects we've spent a lot of money on in season 13. 
time out this morning when I was getting coffee. It's like a place in my neighborhood I go a lot, and they let Puffin come inside. But she has met Caleb, and so when I was getting a coffee for Danny, she's like, oh, is Caleb in town? I was like, no, this is for – and then I was like, I'm going to have to tell her. I was like, I have a podcast. And they, they like, sat there and <laughs> I, wanted to hear – I have everything. to tell her. <laughs> I, I couldn't possibly come up with another lie. I got so I, bad at lying. I couldn't say it's for my sister. <laughs> I, I just couldn't. I didn't even cross my mind. And one of the baristas was asking, like, who does all the, like, the voice acting? And do you guys, like, do, do you get different actors to play different characters? I was like, oh. It's, <laughs> I was like, no. I was like, we do have two voices, but they're all by the same guy who wants all this cream in his coffee right now. <laughs> <laughs> It's, well, do you listen to, do you read Harry Potter? (laughs) Why should I? She muttered against the shirt. Because you have it all wrong. Frankus. Beep, 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 (laughs) beep. Also six months ago. Damn it all. The smell of burnt cooking filled the manor's kitchen. Draco looked rather silly wearing his mother's cooking apron and two oven mitts while he attempted to scramble eggs on the stovetop in his dress slacks from the previous night. He hadn't bothered to take a shower, afraid that the noise from the bathroom connected to his bedroom would make too much noise and awake the sleeping beauty in his bed. He now regretted freeing all of those house elves a year back at her suggestion when they'd begun to work together. His parents still held that against him to this day, and he was starting to understand why. Cooking for himself, it was entirely overwhelming. Living with Blaze meant takeaway, leftovers, and bachelor food, and usually he cooked with magic. Why today, out of all bloody days, he thought he might try it the muggle way to impress her was beyond him. Aww. That would be like us being like, you know, just to impress her, I'm going to make a fire. Like, right. <laughs> we, we've got these tools for it's a reason. Fine. Yeah. He held out a skillet of his third failed attempt to cook eggs and dump them into the trash can before scourgifying the pan clean. A masculine voice caught him off guard as it said, Oh, how the mighty fall, eh, Draco? Draco whipped around, skillet above his head, while he readied a dueling stance with the wand in his other hand. He gave a relieved sigh when he saw that it was only Blaze, the fucking sod. I knew I forgot something last night. Hmm? Shouldn't leave the flu open, Blaze nodded, smirking as he eyed Draco over. Apron, last night's trousers, tasseled hair, unhappy greeting toward your best friend. (laughs) Is Granger here? (laughs) Draco smirked back. You know me, Zabini. I don't kiss and tell, and you're not my best friend. He pointed the skillet at Blaze to add emphasis. Says you. This is my best friend. (laughs) (laughs) This is my friend now. (laughs) Says you. Yeah, that's sort of the point of best friends. You both have to agree to it, said Draco. Where is she? Blaze glanced around the kitchen. (laughs) Blaze pranced around the kitchen. Where Where is she? she? Where is she? Granger, come out, come out, wherever you are. (laughs) (laughs) In my room, Draco admitted proudly. Blaze looked impressed. So you finally got it in, did you? It's about bloody time. The unwelcome wizard strolled over to the kitchen counter and plucked up an apple from the fruit bowl in the center. How was she? Tight, I imagine? Ugh. Unless you plan on shoving up your arse, I suggest you put down that apple. You didn't answer the question, said Blaze, because it's none of your business, said Draco. Ah, I see. You didn't seal the deal. Shame. Isn't she due for that promotion? How do you know these things, said Draco. You sleep around with enough of the ministry staff. You tend to know all the best (laughs) gossip. He pointed to the skillet. You want help with that? Not my best friend. (laughs) Leave my best friend alone. He's fine. Three's a crowd. You two had sex. Skillet, you told him. Skillet, I thought I could get out of here. 
<laughs> this is between me and Skillet. <laughs> Yo, Skill. <laughs> I said Skillet, more like spill it. <laughs> You know how this fries me. (laughs) Oh, no. Does anyone have skillet jokes on their Wango card? No? Nope. (laughs) You want help with that? No. Draco sounded like a two-year-old as he walked (laughs) with the skillet back to the stovetop, set it on the unused burner, and began the difficult task of cracking eggs (laughs) into a bowl again. I have this. Stubborn. Why are you here? Said Draco. Daphne's at the flat. Daphne? Greengrass? Do we know another Daphne? (laughs) I wish we did, Draco smirked. What does she want? You don't remember? You were supposed to meet her at eight. Draco strained to remember. Oh, yeah. She was doing a dissertation on the theories of alchemy mixed with certain potions and wanted to pick Draco's brain about an alchemy tool he'd invented recently and Hermione had helped Patton approve. What time is it? Ten, said Blaze. Shit. The exclamation worked both for the time as well as the fact that he cracked an egg with a bit too much force and shattered some of the shell into his already soupy bowl of yolks and egg whites. Tell her I'm busy. Uh-uh. Don't throw this on me. I'm not going to be your errand boy. You want to tell her why you're not showing up? You tell her. Now it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it's supposed to be 8 a.m., not 8 p.m. Yes. I'm busy. You're burning eggs. Just hop through the flue and I'm busy, Blaze. Or do you not see that? Blaze eyed Draco up and down, particularly the flower-embroidered apron with frills on the side. Oh, yeah, I see. You're whipped. I'm self-sufficient, mm-hmm. the blonde said, brandishing a metal whisk. He glanced down at the apron, waved his wand, and transfigured it into a simple black smock. I really should have done that earlier. Admit it, Draco, the only reason you're trying to cook like some muggle is because you're trying to impress Granger. She's sleeping. All the more reason to escort Daphne out of our home. I'm not going to be in charge of the women in your life. You don't want to see her today? Fine, but I won't do your dirty work. Okay, Blaze, you could have phrased that. I know. The Blaze phrase. (laughs) (laughs) Blaze phrase! (laughs) (laughs) Draco Draco attempted to sort the eggshells out of the yolk with his wand. You just don't want to piss her off so you can get under Astoria's skirt. Maybe, said Blaze. The men smirked at one another in understanding. Astoria Greengrass, while a bit frigid, was certainly a sight to behold, unlike her dull older sister. Ouch. Dull, <sighs> older, forgettable sister. <laughs> I'll sort out <laughs> Daphne later. You want to know in Arrested Development when, do you, have you guys watch that show? Oh, uh-huh. yeah. George Michael has a girlfriend named Anne, and they keep going bland. And he never, they can't remember they her. They never can remember uh-huh. her. And they're like, egg? <laughs> this is Daphne is uh, Daphne. She is. Uh, Remember they're in Mexico and they leave her? <laughs> Always. <laughs> yeah. And they don't realize it until they cross back. <laughs> I love that actress too. What's her name? She was in the show with Jack Shepard. Parenthood. Parenthood. She's yeah. in a lot of stuff. Yeah. But I feel like Michael always acts like he's like talking to George Michael and doesn't like realize that she's there. And he's like, oh God, I didn't see you there. Yeah. May Whitman. Yes, yeah, yeah. She's That's awesome. Her. You want me to tell her why you're not coming? Blaze challenged, pointing at the bowl of eggs. Only if you want your balls hexed off. Don't you dare breathe a word about. Draco gestured to the apron. This. The last thing I need is everyone having a good laugh at my expense. Once he was sure all the shells were picked out, he walked back over to the skillet, set it over the hot burner, and poured the eggs in. A little too late for that, don't you think? Said Blaze. Just tell the prissy swat I overslept. No need to go into details and run the risk of getting out to anyone. He gestured to the incredibly disorganized kitchen. Oh, that's what he was talking about. Hermione. 
Blaze, despite Draco's best efforts to shoo him, stayed to watch Draco burn three more batches of eggs before he finally stepped in and skillfully prepared a stunning display of scrambled eggs, buttered toast, and bacon, all the muggle way. When did you learn how to cook? Draco sneered. Though it was half-hearted, he was rather thankful. Not all of us were spoiled rotten, you know. My family might be rich, but that doesn't mean my mother didn't teach me how to be... What was it you called it, mate? Self-sufficient? He smirked, handing over two prepared plates. I'll see myself out then, but just so you know, Daphne is right angry at you. Like, I give a shit. Can't he send her a burner owl? Just send her a text yeah. to let her... Like, how do they communicate in that way? Ugh. I'm so disgusted. Ugh. Ah, ooh. Like, I give a shit. Draco rolled ooh. his eyes. He removed the apron, glancing at the mess he would have to clean up later, and took the plates gingerly. Er, thanks. You know how Sword in the Stone, the wizard, like, sings the song. Yeah, bibbity like, all the dishes. Oh, wait, that's not it. That's... <laughs> But you know, yeah. the wizard. Yes. Like, yeah. what if that's how he did it? All the yeah. dishes like stacked up. <laughs> so Disney. Very. Or they came to life like in Beauty and the Beast. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Draco, do not burn me again. <laughs> Skillet. Skillet is a friend. It is. Anything to get my best mate's dick wet. He started for the hallway. Ah, uh, come on, Blaze called to him. I even help you cook breakfast. What sort of man does that if he isn't your best mate? The used kind. Draco trotted up the staircase, careful not to spill the food. Halfway up, he realized he'd forgotten drinks. Oh, well. He could just get them in a minute. His palms grew sweaty as he approached the bedroom door, and he gripped the plates tighter. Afraid of dropping them, he nudged the slightly parted door with his hip, pushing it open the rest of the way, and entered. The curtains were pulled back, allowing a steady stream of light to illuminate the darkened room. The bed was empty. Had she already woken up? He set the plates on the night. I know. He set the plates on the nightstand to the door and glanced at the open bathroom door. No one there either. His eyebrows furrowed. Where did she go? Surely she didn't leave, did she? He searched the side of the bed where her heels had been discarded the night before. They were gone. Her handbag, also gone. He left the bedroom, searching down the hall. Coldness filtered through his bones. All the air was knocked out of Draco's chest as he came to the startling realization. She had been taken. (laughs) Hermione Granger had left without a word. Ghosted. Poltergeisted. Early ad list. Yeah. (laughs) The closet was eerily quiet for a time as Draco waited for Hermione's reaction. After what felt like an eternity, but was probably only a moment, she sniffled into his shirt, signaling signs of life. You, you mean you weren't ashamed of me? Ashamed of you? Draco was appalled, prying her out of his arms reluctantly to get a look at her. The mascara under her eyes was splotched from where she was crying, and her lipstick had all rubbed off onto his button down. It didn't matter. She was still the prettiest witch of the party in his eyes. Hermione, the only thing I'm ashamed of is that I can't cook a decent set of scrambled eggs. I would never be ashamed of you. He dared reach up and wipe the mascara with his fingers, making her look less of a raccoon. And there wasn't anyone else. There was just you and me. Us, she suggested. Draco smirked. Us. She scowled suspicious. How do I know you're telling the truth? (laughs) Jinx. Time's up, came the protective voice of Harry Potter. He knew just what he had to do. In a flurry of motions, Draco snatched Hermione's hand, opened the closet door, and yanked the brunette into the bright light. Once his eyes adjusted, he found the person he was looking for, still tugging on the witch's hand as he led her over to the circle and in front of Daphne Greengrass. Daphne? Yes, Draco? She looked rather startled as he spoke to her. Have you and I ever fooled around? Hermione blushed scarlet beside him, but Draco didn't care. Daphne raised an eyebrow. Us? Fool around? Ha, no. And why not? Well, you barely remember I exist. (laughs) 
Do Leisha's you? self-aware, if not <laughs> yeah. self-confident. Oh, daft. She's not daft. Oh. oh. That's British slang. Draco grinned ear to ear. Quite right you are. Next, he dragged Hermione to the center of the circle, where he retrieved the fire whiskey bottle and pointed the tip directly at the object of his desire. Oops, it seemed to have landed on you again. Guess we need to have another seven minutes. He tossed it to the floor. Oi! Ron, Blaze, and Theo shouted at the same time, while the witches in the room giggled. All of them, except for Hermione, who could only look bewildered towards her friend as she was led back into the closet and pushed inside. <laughs> With the door shut, she finally found her voice again. What are you doing? Draco scanned his eyes over the various amounts of potions and spotted just the one. He scooped it up, waved it in front of her face for half a moment, and then opened the stopper. Draco. But it was too late. He had put three drops on his tongue while continuing to ignore as Potter knock, knock, knocked on the door <laughs> and said, Ask me anything, Granger. I'm as open as the books you <laughs> love so much. What about Harry? There's a silencing charm. Draco reminded her, snatching up his wand for half a moment to place three locking charms on the door and tossing it back on the shelf. And now we won't be disturbed. Hermione looked at the door with guilt, but then a playfulness spread across her face. Truth or dare, Malfoy? (gasps) Truth. Have you ever dated, slept with, or courted Daphne Greengrass? No. He was ever so pleased to answer. How did you feel when I left? Hurt? Angry? Like I was never going to feel whole again? A coldness crept across his features as he relived his memories. I drank away the pain, pretended it didn't hurt, but it felt like a knife was lodged in my chest. And I miss you like I've never missed anyone else. More guilt spread across Hermione's face. How do you feel right now? I'm pissed. You couldn't have told me the reason you left. I'm angry. It took getting you locked in a closet with me to understand. I'm relieved you're speaking to me again. I'm turned on by the way you look in that dress. Shit. He'd made a mistake with this. <laughs> he hadn't thought this plan through. He tried to hold back his words, but they came anyway. And I'm beginning to realize he clamped his hand over his mouth and muffled the next words. <gasps> what was that? She asked, attempting to pry his hand off. Draco shook his head, trying to hold it back, but she lifted his hand off just enough and they came again. I'm in love with you. His eyes went wide as they could possibly go, bigger even, and he snapped his hand back over his mouth, <laughs> hard jammed up like a gear that wouldn't quite fit into a socket. I like the kind of physical manifestation, yeah. like Jim Carrey and Liar Liar. Oh, yeah. Oh, when he's like, <laughs> slapping himself. Yeah. And I have unpaid parking tickets. <laughs> shit, 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 shit. Now he'd gone and done it. There was no recovering from this party foul. No matter how much alcohol consumption, no matter how much Veritas serum, there was never an excuse to profess love in a darkened closet after not seeing said love interest for six bloody months. She would never speak to him again. Any minute, she would tear out of this closet after hexing his bits into oblivion. (laughs) You, you love me. She furrowed her brows. Draco shook his head side to side, but his mouth muffled a yes through his hand, though it came out as more of a, S. Shit. He needed to get out of here. He needed to escape his hellish pit. Why did he think Veritaserum would be a good idea? Stupid Draco. He reached for the handle of the door, forgetting it was locked, but Hermione's hand folded over his, and she shook her head. (laughs) You're leaving? I'm embarrassed, he confessed, further adding to his humiliation. Draco cleared his throat as she guided his hands from the handle and up to her face. Now I'm confused. Ask me how I felt when I left, she said. I don't want to, he said. I'm afraid of what you'll say. Note to self, never try to be romantic by taking Verita serum again. More like (laughs) Verita semen. (laughs) (laughs) Episode title. (laughs) (laughs) Ask me. Her eyes held tender focus as she smiled. Please. 
how did you feel? Asked Draco. I miss you. She kissed his palm as he allowed himself to stroke her cheek. Despite thinking you were loathsome, there wasn't a day gone by that I didn't think of you. I'm not even entirely sure why I didn't confront you before leaving. I think I was scared. Her arms draped around his neck, pulling him closer. Draco wasn't going to complain. Being near her made his inside squirm in a good way. We'd only been seeing each other a short amount of time, and right after Ron, there was a part of me that felt guilty because you were right. I did notice you around the office. Her nose brushed against his. It frightened me. Because I'm a big, bad ex-Death Eater, he quipped. Because you made me question myself. Her hands slipped up into his hair, massaging his scalp in tender caresses. <laughs> I should have asked you about what I overheard, but I was afraid. Afraid of being right? Afraid of being wrong? What if it was nothing? Were we just supposed to progress and develop so soon after Ron? So leaving me was better, he sneered quietly. No, no, it wasn't. She shook her head. I regret everything, Draco. I'm so sorry. I should have never left. A smile inched its way up his face. No, you shouldn't have. The Oof. end of this episode. Wow. wow. We finally got the revelation. Revelations. Six, <laughs> nine. <laughs> when the episode ends, check your underpants. Are you ones up or down? Oh, wow. I think my one's up. Yeah. It's up for honesty. It's up for clarification. It's up for him professing his love, even if it was truth serum induced. I think it's adorable. Self-induced. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm here for it. Content. (laughs) (laughs) I'm content. My wand is super up. I thought that was adorable. I I think Hermione needed some counseling and some therapy to get over the Ron thing so that she could have enough, you know, she could be functioning and communicate to Draco. I heard this. Is it true? But that's what makes plot so exciting. A misunderstanding. I feel so bad for Draco that he, like, walking up there with his, like, plates of eggs. And working so hard and she's gone. And then she's not just gone. She, like, leaves the country. Just six months. Silence. Oh, poor thing. Yeah. Fucking Daphne. Dude. Daphne. Who is everything? Who is this bee? She's, she's for sure a snake in the green grass. Just yeah. kidding. It's not her fault. <laughs> she's, she's just, like, trying to be a person. Yeah. Winds up for the whole episode. I love this writing. Mr. Brenton 89 is yes. poetic. Yeah, it's fantastic. I'm loving it. And I also would like to revisit Once Up because I think I've got a job for you and it's you on your knees. Oh. Oh. I like that lyric Ooh. that we sang earlier. Great. Once Up for that lyric. Still taken for me. Once up. <laughs> and I'd like to also congratulate ourselves. <laughs> and I think the one person that hasn't been congratulated is me. So it's time. <laughs> Wow, this is great. I'm so excited to see how the story wraps. I but know. You guys, this is a big thing. Next episode will be our last episode for on the pod. On the pod. That's crazy. Well, we have our pod in review episode that's going to go up on the pod. Right. And we're going to have two quickies that go up on our Patreon. And so we still have more stories more to come. In store. But yeah, we'll have one more season episode. <sighs> that's wow. crazy. Wow, wow. Let's hope we end with a bang. They just spend five more minutes talking about logistics. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. No, yeah. No, they're going to bang in the closet. They better bang. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You better bang. Stay tuned you for work, these bitch. incredible songs. Yes, two songs at the end. Send us your wangos. Yep. And then send us stuff for pot and review. Yep. Okay, kiddos. We'll see you next week for the finale of all finales. It's like when they call it, like, it's a series finale. Well, it's a season finale in the pot and reviews. A, a series finale. <laughs> That's great. You got one in. Woo. All right. Bye, guys. All right. See you later.
Hi, Potterotica team, Fangasm team. Um, I'm just going to talk over the music, um, even though it's a bit cheesy, just to thank you guys for an incredible podcast and for making me laugh. So here is my version of Seasons of Love, because I'm musical trash. Enjoy! Smile. Black velvet and a rod 
Pedford is in trouble, but Pedford isn't down. Pat still wants Lily and sends her a present. Her new panties start to tingle all around. The knickers move fingers inside, so sweet and true. Lily wanted more, and that her longing for. But panties and serious in the back. Black knickers and some warm cream on her crack. A new sex toy that'll bring you to your knees. Black underpants, if you please. Every time you put it on, a razor will come to you. Turned on and coming so soon. There's nothing you can do. Dragon smile, black velvet and erotic fashion style. A new invention that'll bring you to your knees. Black velvet, if you please. Black panties and serious in the back. Black knickers and some warm cream on her crack. A new Good pants if you please. For more erotic goodness, join our Patreon where you can access hundreds of hours of steamy content and bonus episodes from your favorite pop culture fandoms at patreon.com forward slash fangasm. For updates, merch, to join our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. For a regular hookup, make sure you subscribe, and if you're extra horny, leave a review. But only if it's nice. Ten points for nice reviews. 